0: Y'all, this is Market Explainer. We are the business news podcast. If you're turning into us for the first time, my name is Danny. I'm joined always by the intern, big man, getting right over there. I am not the
1: intern. And for all of you out there watching, we know that we are using a different uh, platform to do this meeting between or this. Uh, podcast between podcast. the two of us so uh, if the quality isn't up to our standards we apologize we're we're working on it, it is, as always as all podcasts a work in progress
0: I don't apologize for anything so that's his <laughs> apology not Ever. mine he doesn't represent market explainer And you wonder
1: why you're the one that gets the complaints all the time. right? But go
0: ahead. He's apologizing in an individual capacity, not in a corporate capacity. Ah,
1: gotcha, gotcha.
0: Before we jump into our first story, I want to let you guys know, you can go to patreon.com slash market explainer. We're going to be rolling out some exclusive content over there. We're going to be, uh, I think um, a big man doesn't know this, but we're going to take some of those personality tests. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about how you know Myers Briggs and Enneagram Enneagram and all that stuff. How our differences in personality and similarities in personality. You know, we're gonna do some of that stuff. That's gonna live over there. Um, you know, we're gonna. I think we're starting up with a five dollar tier, and then we'll move on from there.
1: Yeah. And you'll be able to access content early. You'll be able to, we're going to do some unique content where again, you know, we make fun of Danny and stuff like that, you know, really show the fact that he doesn't uh, know anything, that kind of stuff. We'll we'll, we'll let him do some of that.
0: And then what we're really going to do is we're going to display how I carry the show on my back.
1: Sure you will. Sure, sure, sure. Everybody everybody that watches this podcast knows that Danny carries the show.
0: That's right. That's why I have such muscular quads. (laughs) so this next story we have uh we pulled from wall street journal yep and the headline is these people who work from home have a secret they have two jobs um and the basic premise here is that uh, some people figured out that they could just have two jobs and this was a revelation to them
1: okay so let me clarify that is this a story about Danny loves scammy stories, and these people are getting okay. away with two jobs. Or is it a story of overemployed.com? Because we we it's need both. to talk about both.
0: It's both. So this guy, I, I want to say the story starts out telling about uh, the the specific story of a guy who realized when he went to go work from home that he could have more than one job. Now, I just want to point something out. Okay, I don't care about race at all, but. I was raised by you know my. Okay, parents there's who, no but. When you say but, uh, I don't want to offend anybody. But go ahead, go ahead. Well, my intention isn't to offend anybody. If I do, I just don't care. I'm just all saying of Danny's my opinions
1: are Danny's opinions. They are not You know, of I don't represent Mark to explain as a
0: yeah, correct. But I I find it interesting when a certain kind of white person, a, a urban. A yuppie, like big man will call them a yuppie. And for me, like, just sure. like, just, you know, these are like hipster types mm-hmm. who are like, oh my goodness, I just discovered, and then fill in the blank. Because my mom was always like this home remedies type person. And now it's all the rage of like, take supplements and vitamins <laughs>
1: and all Use these, honey all these... instead of antibiotic. Yeah, yeah,
0: got it. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, coconut oil is actually good for you, or eat eggs and the yolk. And my mom was always like, "Why would anybody use Crisco or margarine? Use real butter. It's healthy for you." Right now, that's all so fashionable, and but the people who embrace it embrace it like we just discovered. It's like we discovered (laughs) America. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah,
1: you didn't discover artisan cheese. Okay, no, yes, like yeah, no, all
0: cheese was artisan before
1: it was manufactured the way it was. So, so your take is the fact that because old white, or, yeah. or hipster white in this case, yeah. created a website about something that you think that certain groups of people have done forever anyway.
0: My, my father had two <laughs> jobs for the longest time. My so, father look, used to, before working from home was a thing, my dad had a fancy printer, he had all the stuff, he would come mm-hmm. home from his one job, he would say hello to the kids, say hello to my mother, and then he would go downstairs and go to work at his other job. And he that's I mean, that's the immigrant story of my family. That's how he paid for things like for us to go to college. And we have a nice my parents have a nice big house. That's how he afforded those things. It was another job. Well, it, look, there's a
1: difference between having two or th- a lot of people have two or three. Jo- when I was young, I had three jobs. You know, there were days that I didn't sleep. I worked twenty four right. seven because I went from job to job. There's a difference between having three jobs and what they're referring to here. What they're referring to yeah. here, and what exactly. you said, and which is why I said Danny's drawn to scammy stories. We all know this. Is okay. they're 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 talking about people have figured out that now that they're at home working from home, that yes. to do what is asked of them right to do yeah. what is asked of them of most people that work at home does not necessarily take 40 hours a week right. and if i'm not going to use 40 hours a week why don't i take 20 of those 40 and do a second job that the first right. job doesn't know about we're not yes. going to tell them that i'm using their company time to double dip into another time so that the theory is of this what is it overemployed? is that i'm taking the same amount of time that one job is paying me to do two jobs because you technically can, right? That's why I say this is more about the website. And here's the deal. Not only are they like telling you, hey, this is something, but let me read you the disclaimer of overemployed at the bottom of the website. Disclaimer, overemployed exists to Thought, provoke, and enable community discussion. Your decisions are yours alone, and we are in no way responsible for your actions. You alone determine the right path for your career and financial decisions. Basically, anything that you read on this thought-provoking website, (laughs) if you get fired because you're using company time to get paid by someone else do not come back to us and try to sue us or anything like that so they know it's scammy behavior like they know I
0: don't. okay when you say scammy behavior i here's where i'm thinking if they're fulfilling their promise to both corporations to both jobs right i don't think it's scammy behavior right See, this is
1: one of those rare where i agree with you except it's not the look in life we have these things that are illegal and then we have these things that are, whether you want to use immoral or, you know what yeah. I mean, unethical, whatever. There's a gray area there that it's not illegal. It is. This is not illegal. And right. in this article, it cites several lawyers um, that say, look, this is not illegal. However, every company finds out you do it, they're going to fire you, right? So Yeah, they're not going to so be happy with you. Right. It's not illegal, but I would consider it unethical. But I wish, like you just said, I've I've argued this point for years, that I don't know when employers decided that it was not about execution of processes, that it was about time. Right? Right. That that I'm I want you to work forty hours a week and maybe it was it was a way to push people as hard as they could for that forty hours a week, which is why you have such middle management fat in most companies is their job is to put pressure on employees to work as much as they can for 40 hours a week instead of, I'm going to pay you to get this done. Once you're done, I don't care whether you go home.
0: I don't care what you do. So I think it's an industrial age. Like this is maybe I'm pulling from Robert Kiyosaki, but like it's an old industrial age concept that we're going to take the concept of factory workers and 40 hours a week because if you're working a factory line right that 40 hours comp- like directly correlates to output right this many screws you're you're tightening this yeah. many screws you're every hour you're putting this many doors on Ford Tauruses which they don't make anymore but you're putting this many doors on them and right. that's how but this doesn't correlate to that and i think what happens is corporations are massive, massive corporations like we, that exist in the United States or the world right now Mm-hmm. They are naturally bureaucratic. They're like governments. They're Absolutely. like the Titanic. The, it's impossible to turn these things around. And so rather than create efficient systems that say, hey, we can track exactly how much you're getting done. We can we can track your efficiency. And mm-hmm. just saying, hey, in a in a X number of days, like here's what you get paid for X number this volume of efficiency. Rather than doing that, they just go, well, 40 hours is a good, g- decent enough measurement. And I think what's going to happen in the coming years is because people are working from home, they're going to start figuring out how. Because right now we're having the argument in the, in the marketplace about, right. well, we want you to come back to the office. But there's for a lot of reasons. There's very Guess what's happening
1: in the world today that's not happening either a lot of right. major employers have already pushed to 2022 even right. the ones that were saying hey come back come back come back we have what's going on in the world right now everybody knows what's going on in the world right now and yeah. companies now that we're pushing pulling are now going all right all right we get it we get yeah. it we get it
0: and enough of them have outs in their leases that say hey we can downsize mm-hmm. their office space Right, I don't know how Sam Zell is doing. He's the you know country's largest owner of office space. What a bummer for that guy. But, yeah, it's got to be a rough
1: go right now.
0: So what they're doing here is is so there was a guy I want to say maybe five or six years ago that got caught, Indian guy. I want to say he was Indian. I'm not sure, but he had taken four contracts, and he oversaw them as he outsourced them. So he took the yes, job to, I yes. remember that and. But again, I thought good for him. Like if yes. the
1: job was getting done and they were because that was part of the article is his bosses were happy yeah. until they found out he was outsourcing. He was doing his job.
0: Right. So and here's the thing. This is a that job, that article, that's a lot of what I do as an entrepreneur. My, you know, my main company, Real Market Agency. I oversee people as they outsource things. I know how to get things done, but I oversee someone else as they do it. Because I can watch 20 people do 20 projects in the amount of time it takes me to do one. Right. So, um, but, but I'm saying where this, where big man is saying it's scheming and skeevy is they're kind of promising that they've, there's a imaginary clause in their contract, right? There's, the, there's a belief that this is the only job you're going to have. And listen, I tell this to women all the time after they find out I have more than one girlfriend. Which is like, well, I never said I was going to be... Exclu- <laughs> you thought that.
1: You got I have that no problem. Yes, exactly. I can't be responsible for your thoughts and processes. You and thought situations. that I was yes.
0: being lovey-dovey. And part of the article and part of the story is that they feel like wages have been stagnant. And here's me. Gonna, I'm, this isn't a political show. I'm just saying in the 70s, the U.S. removed its gold standard. That was Nixon. Sure. Yeah. And when I'm that happened, if you look at Cost prices of things, wages, inflation. 1971. Um, Jack Dorsey of Twitter just tweeted this a week or two ago. What the frick happened in 1971? I think it was 1971. That is a nexus point for wages being stagnant and everything, and the prices of everything going up. And they make an And I'm a guy who believes in a, a totally unfettered free market. But what I'm about to say sounds a little like you know. Bernie Sanders, but that's not what I am. I'm just saying these companies are screwing people in one way sh- and not, and it's not their fault. It's just the way things are. The system is screwing mm-hmm. people.
1: Well, this not the is, corporations. This is that part of the the other part of the article, right? They make two points. One, you can do this; it's not yeah. illegal, right, or whatever. Two is what you just said. They're justifying, in my opinion, their scammy, unethical behavior by saying two things. One, what you just said, look, yeah. they're paying you, right? Stagnant. They're giving you a 2% raise per year, right? right? Which is basically inflation, yada, yada, yada. So you're never getting ahead. The other point that they're making is, and this again is true. I've preached this for 20 years, is your company has no loyalty to you. So what? they can fire you at any time that it's, it's fine for them. So why shouldn't you take yes. a proactive, in your own career, and however, this, anything you have to
0: keep secret well, is probably in a gray area. So, I'm taking a very Ayn Randian approach to this, which is do what's right for you, and everyone else can eat it. Right? I, Middle finger to the sky. Now, I, I don't know how this works on your resume when you go to get another job, which <laughs> is like, I was working these two at the same time. Okay, I'm I glad you like, brought that up, because yeah. here's,
1: the, here's the other thing about why I say... Overemployed is a big part of this story the website yeah. is because yeah. i thought at first when i started going through their website they've got a lot of articles and a lot of posts and a lot of you know whatever and i'm like okay 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 this is somebody's got to be making money somewhere right yeah and i found yeah. two interesting parts of this website one okay. of course they're coming out with a book that they would love you to pre-order for 50 bucks of course. right that is $50. $50. And then on There's top of real that. Scam. That's the real uh,
0: scam right
1: no, there. No, here's the real scam. On top of that, if you read their website and you know this is scammy behavior and it's making you feel uncomfortable, and you want their professional help to help you get over those fears, mm-hmm. you can create a 30-minute appointment that create that help they'll help you create a resume. To get a second job and help you with interview skills, I'm guessing, so that you don't give up what you know yeah. that, uh, that you're on. Yeah, you, for thirty minutes, you want to take a wild guess of what it costs to thirty minutes H- for these hundred twenty bucks, four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Well, <laughs> for thirty what? minutes of these people's professional um. time, sixty minutes is nine ninety nine, and ninety minutes is thirteen hundred bucks.
0: So, by the way, we're not talking about people who are doing menial accounting work, right, or bookkeeping. No, we're talking about people in the. I would. It's safe to say a lot of these people cited here, six-figure Silicon Valley earners that are, you know, they're programmers,
1: they're they're developers, they're artists, and you know what I mean, CAD designers and stuff. These are people that get a job, and the company expects it to take. 80 hours, and yeah. it takes this guy 30, because he knows what he's doing, so right. he can go out and get another CAD design, or engineering, or whatever right they're doing, and do the same thing. They think it's gonna take X, but yeah. it only takes him Y. That's it, that's all. And if you fall into one of these categories, this is a possibility. My problem is, is and this again, in my opinion, unethical behavior creates unethical behavior you cannot this this company is asking you to do something uh, overemployed, employed right That's as top, a company yeah. i'm sure it's a llc so to protect these two of, guys I'll, right yeah of course because uh, even in his original story he says i wanted to do this years ago but i couldn't because i was sitting in a cubicle and i was afraid to get caught like so i couldn't do it then but i can do it now but it the point is is that that scammy behavior they're asking you to do something that is in a gray area of unethicalness so is it really that surprising if they're also going to steal your try to steal your money and give you probably what's not a great product
0: well it's not stealing cuz i don't have to pay for it i don't have to buy their time okay value and- subjective um and again so let me just clarify my position here right my view is you don't owe anybody anything Right, right. You having loyalty to a faceless corporation again, narco capitalist. <laughs> I'm not Bernie Sanders here, right? Let's just <laughs> just clarify that just before anyone starts start waving the you know the rose and the hand flag here. Mm-hmm. There is no value proposition to having loyalty to people who have no loyalty to you.
1: Where and, I don't necessarily sit completely on that. I believe we have a responsibility to adhere to what we've agreed to.
0: Yeah, and so here's the thing, I am a guy who says if you want me to do something, enumerate it in the contract. Right. Don't 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 say, well, you know, it's like uh, you know at the end of that movie The Founder, it's about McDonald's. Right. You know, he said, "Well, I can't put this part of the deal in the contract where he's going to give them a, the founders of McDonald's a, I think it's a million dollars a year or something like that." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And he's like, "Well, we'll figure it out, or something. Like, we're gonna do it on a, a handshake." He ain't gonna do it, right? And when 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 times get tough, they're gonna cut you loose if they have to. Happen to well, me. No, absolutely. Companies are gonna do that. But I get. I
1: guess my point of view on this is there's there's an there's gotta be, and there is an ethical way to do this. And the, the ethical way to do this is to to create to contract labor your workout. Then you can That's, do as many jobs as yeah. you want but they're wanting to as they say have their cake and eat it too. This guy even states in here and when again when I say scammy behavior, these are the little red flags for me. One of the things the guy said in here is he took company given paid time off saying that he was covid related stressed, right? right? Okay? to do a, another contract. So he took 30 days off of his paid contract yeah, it's, it's while job. continuing to get paid, he admits yeah. that he lied to get it to do right. another contract for 30 days. Now again, I the, just become yeah. a contract labor guy and you can do 15 jobs at a time. Who cares? Right. But this person, what they're suggesting is you lie to your main employer to continue to get the hourly yeah. wage 40 hour week salary benefit while taking these other riskier contact, contract jobs?
0: Well, I know a guy who was working, uh, where I used to work and, um, he got his, uh, paternity leave, right? Yeah, And while he was on paternity leave, went and got another job and was working <laughs> on paternity leave. They had really, really generous paternity leave. And he went to go work at a different gig while he was doing that look again um, and and see that one to me is not really
1: that that to me doesn't even fall into this scammy category he took uh, you you have that time that's available yeah. to you he took it to to find a better opportunity and but, look everybody out there that's employed you should const- this is the other thing i wish people and this is i do not consider this scammy at all i consider this actually a something every human being adult human being should do you should never stop looking for a better opportunity that's right period i don't care whether you're an hourly employee a salaried employee an entrepreneur whatever you should never stop looking for a better opportunity period you should always the problem is is people start like an hourly job or a salary job and then they're like no this is what i do now and until they're going to be fired or until they can't take it anymore then they start looking for other employment no, your responsibility to you and your family is a daily responsibility of looking for the next bigger, better opportunity.
0: And when your mindset is like that, it's, it changes how you look for work and it changes how you do your work. And what I don't think people factor in is that when, you're, when you wait till you're burned out or you wait till you're fired or you wait till you have to quit, when you're changing jobs at that point, you're in a completely different headspace you're irritated Absolutely. you're going into a job when you're 2 years into a job you love where the 3rd and 4th year are going to be hell and you go hey there's this new opportunity in a company on the other side of town or in another state or i can work from home or whatever the situation is when you go into it like that and then you find out oh hey like i'm you're happy you're perky no i love this job and if it doesn't work out it's fine for some reason right the universe just has a way of if you look, if you're doing it when you're happy and you're doing it when you don't need to, it always works out better than if you waited till you had to do it. And then it's always like, ugh. Agreed. You know.
1: And, and so I, my two things to take away the story to kind of wrap it up. I, I, don't lie to your employer. Just become a contract employee, which I think is the future anyway. Do a job, right. get paid for it, go on about your business. And the next one, the more you do that, the more money you'll be able to make from each job. The higher negotiation, all that stuff, just 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 do it that way. I I think that's the future because I think companies want the best person for the job. The way to do that is to go out and hire someone to do that one job instead of paying somebody on. You know, there's so many companies out there that pay people to do things that they don't need around 40 hours a week. Correct. They just don't. So uh, so it be it would be better for the company and better for the employees, at least good employees. The problem is for bad employees, that environment sucks because they would get paid less. A bad IT person makes less money on the open market than a good IT person. A bad software developer makes less money on the open market than a good software developer.
0: And my takeaway from this is, it's not lying if you never promised somebody you weren't going to do something. It's none of their fricking business. You're a free human being created by the creator of the universe Do whatever you want. Do what suits your interests. And you don't have to put a corporation's interest. Screw that. You don't have to put a single human being's interest before your own. That concept that has permeated our society is disgusting. You don't have to put someone's interest before yourself. They ain't going to do that for you.
1: That so fits that's Danny's all. personality entirely, and I don't completely sure. agree with it. But that's where we are at, folks. What are we right. got next, Danny?
0: Before we jump into the next story, big man, I want to tell everyone about Acre Gold. Meet the new store of value. It's the same as the old store of value, my friend, is the currency of kings. You can click in the link down in the description below uh-huh. for our link, and you can go to Acre Gold. And what they're gonna do is for a small subscription fee, they'll bank up your money until you've earned, until you've paid off two and a half grams of gold. Now, gold is a great way to bar against things like inflation. And it is um, two and a half grams is a perfect size. The beginning collector and the seasoned gold investor. Absolutely. Again, that is Acre Gold, and our link is down in the description. And our story just happens to uh, correlate with the sponsor <laughs> in so many ways. Um, by the way, Big Man, I changed up the link, so you'll, it's a different story than what I initially put in there yet, the other day. But um, it's the same story. Uh, so Palantir, Yep. which if you don't know who Palantir is, welcome to the world of everyone else on the planet. Well, look, they they... And and just to just to be clear, let me just let me just say the story. Okay, Alantir, a Silicon Valley corporate a Silicon Valley company. They're not even Silicon Valley. Sorry, they're in Colorado.
1: No, yeah,
0: but they're 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 backed by a technology
1: based company.
0: Yes, they're a data analytics company. Mm -hmm. They recently purchased fifty million dollars (laughs) worth of gold bars, and that's why I changed the article. It's a different article i like the headline of this one better they palantir buys 50 million dollars worth of gold bars to counter a black swan event Ah, is danny right there's so before we jump a little further into the story palantir was you know co-founded by guys like peter Thiel and other heavyweights from silicon valley there's rumors not substantiated of course That their founding was backed by a certain three-letter agency, which we're not going to say on this show, because I'm paranoid. (laughs) Well, they do have contracts with a lot of
1: government-based DOD, DOJ, and that kind of stuff, which kind of brings us... Look, most people don't understand what Palantir does, and let me try to make it as simple as possible. They write algorithms to find data that's relevant to certain groups of people, send that data to those groups of people for analysis. That's as simple as I can put it without getting into it. They don't analyze anything. They're not right. responsible for anything. Right. They just write algorithms that go out of all the data in the world all day, every day, right. grab that information and send that relevant information to the DOD, the DOJ. Government entities are their biggest contracts. Now, and what, why would a company that's mm-hmm. biggest contracts is with the government take money and buy fifty million dollars worth of gold? Now, oh, no. here's here's the part that the biggest problem I have with this is actually not even the fifty million in gold. The fact is, is people that run companies like this, like Elon Musk, like Jeff Bezos, like Bill Gates, the people that run these big companies do whatever the hell they want to do for whatever reasons they have. They're human beings still. So why this guy that runs this company decided to do this is probably in his head, not real world information, but I digress. But however, the problem that I have is this company was created in
0: 2003 and has never had a profitable year. And I, as a person who understands... Government and business asks the question What government contractor hasn't made a profit since 2003? <laughs> Come on, there isn't a single one, right? Well, and this especially is especially a corporation that that gathers data. They call themselves a data analytics firm, right? But as Big Man pointed out, they don't actually analyze any data. But the, the question I have is How do you start in an industry in 2003 where the real, the real Nexus of that industry is five years or, you know, 10 years from then, right? Somewhere between 2009 and 2013 is when data analytics really starts to become a powerhouse in corporate America. So you're way ahead of the curve. Yes. And you're in the business and you've survived this long. How do you survive all of these years dang near 20 of them? Well, so here, here's, and this is the And, and, they, and where... they were in public last year. And here's the thing. That's why I think this company stinks, okay? Well, but it doesn't stink in the sense that it sucks. Something smells over here. And I'm just saying, okay, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, if these people who have huge contracts with three-letter agencies, which I will not name on the show, no, and if these people who have existed since 2003 have never turned a profit, explain that to me, when data analytics as a category only grow, grew geometrically since then, and they were in the door first, and they say, well, there could be a black swan event, so we need $50 million in gold bricks.
1: What? I, I am not a conspiracy theory. Danny normally wears that hat. However- You're not a
0: conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist either. Yeah, whatever. Danny says
1: Danny's a conspiracy theorist that says that, so you think he's not. Anyway, however, here's my point. How I look at things and I often question. So here's a company, that has existed since 2003, never turned a profit, even yep. though they, they 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 live their corporate life on government contracts. Yes. That last year in September went public, yes. used those funds that it raised by God knows who, from God yeah. knows who. Yes, They are now a debt-free company that still hasn't turned a profit. So they went public used public money whoever that came from right. to pay off all of their debt yeah and still are not a profitable company now again been around but, for almost 20 years but big man they do have 50 million dollars in gold bricks. well apparently but in that's my point somewhere. is that they apparently now debt-free and 50 million dollars have 50 million dollars to buy gold and when i say buy gold they bought gold bars they didn't buy gold stocks, they didn't no. buy cryptocurrency. They didn't yeah. buy these things that exist on a screen that we all work in in today's world. They they, they, bought, didn't buy the, they didn't buy paper gold. No, they bought Fort Knox gold bars that they can move to their facility wherever that may be
0: in Colorado gold
1: bars, okay? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm not saying that they probably own part of a mountain and have a facility drilled into the side of a mountain, <laughs> okay? I'm not saying that they're a villain from a Bond movie, but I'm also saying, ah? They share some characteristics with the with the villain from a yeah. Bond movie. We, we I, keep thinking Bezos is the Bond villain, but what's happening over at Palantir that you people well, haven't made turn to profit? You're debt-free. You got $50 million in gold bricks. Well, but I don't understand,
1: like, okay, so we talked about a story where, what was it, um, uh, Elon Musk, right, invested in cryptocurrency, and when they came out, and Tesla came out, and they showed a profit, a big profit, one quarter, from a cryptocurrency, yeah. right, from cryptocurrency transactions, and so is this guy, is Palantir as a company thinking that that's what's going to happen here, because really, they when they bought this, Gold has been at an all time high for a while. I mean, last year it crossed two thousand, you know what I mean, dollars an ounce. It's been an all so they bought at all time highs. It's peak. down seven percent this year. What yeah. is this guy is this guy just a nut job and somebody convinced him that okay, buy gold because everything's gonna happen? Or does he think, really think this is a, you know, a massive investment because there's one thing about, okay, buying acre gold little by little and over the next five, 10 years, it just consistently, you know, goes up. So you're averaging, but it's, it's
0: different than what, what he did here. Right. That's what I'm saying. So my, you know, let's put my conspiracy tinfoil hat on for a second. What is the operation of this business? They gather what you, that description you gave at the beginning of the segment, they gather data for their biggest clientele, which is government. Right, right. Well, at some point in time when you're gathering that volume of data, which is publicly available. So it's not like he's insider trading or right? even though gold is not really something you can insider trade. You yeah, with. not
1: gold bars like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying it doesn't stink like insider trading. Right. He, their company gathers data for, for not other corporations, but primarily governments. In the course of, of collecting that information, they don't analyze it, but I'm sure they parse it one way or another. And at some point they went, uh... Because there's a lot of factors that led up. There's, you know, in other world events in human history, um, the phrase... You know, Black Swan event was coined by a professor named Nicholas Nassim Taleb, and he would refer to other situations that have happened in the United States. One in particular, two thousand one. You know, we can't talk about those things. Right. Now. And there are certain markers that led up to those events that the markers were dis- that the market was displaying. That doesn't mean that anybody knew anything. It just means that's what was happening. Right. right? And so before the two thousand eight crash. So all these markers, all these things going on in the marketplace, maybe it's just, hey, before these 10 events that happened in human history, these three things were in the, these things took place in the market, the dry goods index, this, this, and this. And those are taking place right now. So we need gold because there's going to be a, who knows what. Right. But when I see a company that like this, with all of the things we just mentioned, and then they go do something like this where they don't, Again, they didn't buy the paper. company nope. like this can buy $50 million in gold on paper stored somewhere else, mm-hmm. and they can buy it up from 30 or 40 different companies and have everything that they want. It's not hard for them to do. There are different they, ways
1: to invest in gold that are not buying gold bricks.
0: They could right? have invested in miners. I got friends who make fortunes in miner stocks, right? They didn't mm-hmm. do any of that. They bought literal bricks. Now, we can't, all we can do is speculate, obviously, but I'm just saying that's not any good.
1: To me, this reeks of an Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos rocketing himself into space, which at the very bottom of space. That's what to me this reeks of. To me, this reeks of Uh... a guy in charge. Doing something based on his opinions, right? He may have, like you said, these opinions, and he's like, "Nope, I'm using this company funds to buy fifty million in gold because I think this is going to happen because that's what these CEOs and these powerful people can do, right? right. With company funds, it's yeah, it's it's what they can do. J- Elon Musk could go buy fifty million dollars in gold if he wanted to because. He has a wild hair that says... he. You know what I mean? So so that's what this reeks of to me. I don't think this is part of any... The only grand conspiracy I think this could be about is there are a couple of different opinion articles actually about this story that I read that were, well, they could take this $50 million and leverage it to then invest in cryptocurrency and that kind of stuff. However, that would be to me that would be a much bigger red flag if that's what happens because you right. have a data collection specialist company right investing in cryptocurrencies that would be yeah that would be very you know what i mean that would send up a lot of red flags if a company like palantir turned around and started buying different cryptocurrencies i think we right. would see a lot more articles written about that a and Government data collection company investing right. in cryptocurrencies around the world. I think that would send up a whole bunch of fireworks.
0: I think this sends up enough fireworks in and of itself. Uh, but that's all I got to say. You got anything else, or should we move on? No, I I think that
1: there I I do agree with you that there is a part of that story that could be really scary.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not in. I I don't think it is like you, may, but but I. I I do say that that there's a red flag.
0: I don't think it's scary. I just think it's good to know what they're doing. That's all. <laughs> um, now let me tell you about something that isn't a conspiracy. That's big man gear. Big man gear was started by this guy. Big man. Mm-hmm. He's everything that he thinks is funny. Everything and, I
1: think is funny. What can you get and, better than that?
0: Everything that I think is corny. But it's on t-shirts. He has a t-shirt brand. You can go to bigmangear.com. It'll send you to the Amazon store, order stuff. It shows up Amazon Prime. That's if you're an Amazon Prime member. That's right. And, and I don't know who you think you're dealing with. Not only am I an Amazon Prime member, I'm a Costco gold member. <laughs> okay.
1: Of course you are.
0: Yes. <clears throat> this next right. one, pretty interesting, pretty easy going, pretty laid back story. Our good friends over at Reddit. I love Reddit. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Reddit? Our good friends over at Reddit, and there's a lot of apps that kind of do what this does, but they are going to create a TikTok-type feed on the iOS app for Reddit. And uh, so you can consume content like a main, because, you know, Reddit wasn't already a time stuck. Where you just <laughs> fall down a rabbit hole.
1: You so know. I sent you this story because I think it has two things that are very important. There are a lot of companies out there, Facebook, Instagram, they're all trying to develop these TikTok type clones where you can very easily go from video to video, right? That kind of thing. Right. Um and that kind of stuff. I think what is different, and the reason I thought this story was worth talking about is because Reddit has something that I don't think Facebook and Instagram and these other platforms have, and that is, I think Redditors. Reddit has proven that its base is so much wider than a Facebook, so much wider, and when I say wider, I mean more diverse. Yeah. All over the world and stuff like that. I think their base is way more loyal than an Instagram or a Facebook or whatever. People yeah. will use these other platforms. They always come back to Reddit. I mean, get in, get down into any comment section of any subreddit right. and you see the loyalty. These people come back and back and back right. and, and comment and engage and whatever. And they talk about these other platforms on right. Reddit, right? So, so that kind of loyalty gives them a real shot at taking on something like a TikTok. Now, right. the problem comes in is, and the the biggest question mark currently, this is only available on iOS. It's not currently available on Android if you have an Android. They started with iOS. Um you can actually get <laughs> you can actually get to it when you go to your actual Reddit app page. There's gonna be a little video button next to the search bar at the top. That's how you get to it, right? It's all in beta stage right now. You may not actually have access to it, even if you do have Apple, but that's where they're starting. They're rolling it out slowly like anybody should. Um, The problem, and I don't say it's a problem, I'm just saying when you get technology people and something new rolls out, people start asking questions. Like on TikTok, we all know that they have an algorithm that decides, based on what you viewed the most, you'll probably like this. It's called the For You page, right? Right. However, every time that Reddit has been currently asked by three different journal companies out there, how are you deciding what people see, where these videos are coming from, Reddit has politely declined to respond.
0: Well, I mean, the the subheading of this article that we pulled up from The Verge is that it's going to be from some subreddits that you follow and some that you don't right. um and it's going to be a collection of videos from those subreddits i listen i think that w- uh, the entire techverse saw how addicting TikTok is mm-hmm. and realized if they can't figure out how to glue people to their phone to their website or their app they're going to lose because everything the wide world of things that are on TikTok blow my mind. And I don't right. even have TikTok, right? I see things that are gathered from TikTok and then put on Instagram or YouTube or something. Um, and I think that like companies like Reddit, and Reddit is one of those companies that has really had staying power, unlike other apps, unlike other services, right. unlike other websites. <clears throat> Reddit's been around for a while. And <laughs> in the last Year and subsequently dealing in the kind of political social mm-hmm. realm, they've had some unhappiness or some whatever. And they've they've lost some audience for that reason, and so I think they need to do something to kind of keep staying relevant. And I here's why I think this is it, it's just stupid enough to work, right? <laughs> but what Reddit did differently that made it interesting was. You can build your own com- there's a, you could go build a community of people right and i think the more they get away from that initial mission because their reddit is really the only the only business only the only site that really does that effectively or, and well the more they get away from that mission the doomed more doomed they are i i think this is
1: on that mission and here's why you i think, think so? that way because okay. if i can take and i think this is where reddit if if I'm right, this is not only very opportunistic, but yeah. on that going back to a core value, because I can take if I can get you on and look, this is a, TikTok is add, you know what I mean?
0: Lovers' dream, right? Because people it's people 30,
1: 60 seconds, yeah, go whatever. to the next, go to the next, go to the next, and it's a variety, so you're not getting bored, right? Yeah. And that kind of stuff. They are taking. Something like that, and then they can shove in what because people are posting TikToks on Reddit all day long. I see they it all the, the time. They so they got saw the content, this content you know? coming in from TikTok. So they're like, wait a minute, why not just let them get that here versus <clears> bringing it from somewhere else? And two, by not announcing where they're getting the other things, the other sub, I'm getting you to try out subreddits. Right. So I'm getting you, if I can get enough videos of a, let's say you subscribe to the movies Reddit. If I can get you enough videos from a television subreddit, which is adjacent to what you already subscribe to, maybe you go and subscribe to that as well. So I think if they do it intelligently from an algorithm standpoint, they can shove in enough like subreddits to what you're already on to and then increase your engagement.
0: Right. And if there's one regret that I have in my life, it's that I didn't get more into Reddit in like 2007.
1: No, I agree completely. I agree completely. But Um, the comments
0: there's, There's so many waves that I missed as an entrepreneur, as a content creator, because Reddit was on the way first and I caught it late. And there's a lot Dude, of AMC, the whole Wall Street
1: bets thing at the beginning yes. of this year, yes. all came from from Reddit. I mean, that mm. Reddit was on. Uh, who's the big uh, the stock guy, Kramer? Or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, yeah. like Reddit, Reddit King made Kramer. its way into him, right? Yeah, I like know. that's so he had to sit down and talk about it, which I'm sure chapped his ass that he's got to sit down and talk about. Which makes me happy for some reason. Right. right. Nobody's person. on Reddit, right, yeah. making a stock go up and, and, and this kind of stuff. So I, I'm sure he had a whole lot of fun with that. But that's that's the power of a when you have a loyal fan base, an interactive fan base, right, right? and that kind of stuff. Um, and if you've never been to Reddit, it's just Reddit.com. Go there now. And do yourself a favor, much like if you if you are a TikTok user or whatever, some of the gold that is in it is in the comments section. Just right. take anything you enjoy, any picture you enjoy, any meme you enjoy, click on the comments and just start reading because there is gold in them there, Hills. And you right. will stay on the same thing for hours.
0: Yeah, it's, and in many ways, it's 4chan for normies, so... That's interesting. Uh 4chan uh, people
1: say that, but uh, not a big. I was never a big fan of 4chan. I was always on Team Reddit.
0: Okay. Way better well, platform. I've, I've never, I've never embraced either. No, but like you know, when you sent me this story, I thought it was. I think my personal headline that was like just stupid enough to work. Yep. Right, and um, you know, because they had some controversy over the years, and again, I think that. And, and here's what I think. I think if someone developed a subscription only reddit where you can really because reddit you can pretty much do whatever but they've had to clamp down over the years because of just the insanity and the freedoms
1: i mean they were really you could have anything on.
0: there are plenty of oh nsfw um subreddits i remember somebody who he had connected his facebook account I don't remember exactly how he did it or what happened, but he was liking or he was following a bunch of dirty subreddits and it kept popping up in his Facebook feed. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guy, I think you're going to lose your job as a youth pastor at church. I think ah, you're going to lose that job. Well, you did. There's entire YouTube channels, and I'm
1: talking about YouTube channels with millions of subscribers that You've are never nothing heard but automated channels that take yes. the the top 10
0: business posts, subreddit first.
1: things and read them out loud so you don't have to Ooh. read them or talk about them or whatever. I mean, it is that popular. It is right. that that people have shown, at least right now in the last five to 10 years, that they crave more content from Reddit. Right? right because it is because it's a system that's based on up and down votes right yeah it gets into your timeline because it's been upvoted a certain amount of time and it buries the stuff that gets downvoted right. based on the users so it, it if it gets to you it means it's relevant to you and it's been upvoted for you, for with people like you
0: and listen um reddit has has survived like it beat stumble upon right i who even rem- i mean stumble upon used to be a thing it beat dig mm-hmm. right there's so many websites that kind of started but it somehow outlasted everybody yep. and you have to appreciate its ability to do that without really unlike facebook unlike other places without really shifting its core business which is you know their 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 subreddits it's it's impressive and uh, so i get that what they're trying to do here in in, in maintaining that by well and still you know. being a primarily
1: text based system, yes. right? You you get onto Reddit and you read that is what ninety nine percent of it is. Yes, there's right. pictures. Yes, there's videos. Right and stuff like that. But its primary business is the interaction, the comments between right. users, right? And whatever it is, that's that's and, where it is.
0: And let me tell you something. Uh, you know, I think whoever calculated this but you know the top some of the top 10 podcasts are from creators that were springboarded off reddit like h3h3 was massive on reddit and they, they they exist today as one of the world's most recognized podcasts because of reddit so for that reason that reason alone credit to reddit um that they were able to launch so many careers hey why aren't we spending more time on Reddit?
1: Well, right? apparently we need a market explainer subreddit. Uh, yeah. to, you know, it's it's like anything else. It, it takes time. You have to build an audience, and you have right. to you know interact with that audience, which is what H three H three did right in the beginning. Right. And then once you build a there. certain audience, that audience follows you from platform to platform right. to platform. It just does.
0: Well, before we jump into this next story, I want to tell you about the sponsor for that segment, which is Powerhouse Drones. My website, we've got all this great, awesome information. If you're looking for a beginner drone or more advanced drone, we will send you to the right place to get that. And we will give you a little learning tidbit about buying a drone. That's powerhousedrones.com. The link down in the description down below. Very nice. So this next story, I think. Did you send this to me? I think you I said did. you got you, 50% of this week's show is big man, which is a Woo-hoo! wild statistic. Um uh, Boston Beer, which is a company, Boston Beer. It is, and PepsiCo, which owns Mountain Dew. Um, they're doing a collaboration, <laughs> and they're going to make Mountain Dew beer because four loco wasn't a match, right? <laughs> so well-
1: it's it's not a beer. It's a yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a White Claw esque yeah. seltzer, alcoholic seltzer, right? Yeah, it's is a hard. It
0: it's a. I mean, it's, it's a hard soda. Like I think that's maybe the fairest of yeah, what I can gather. Yeah, like a here. hard
1: soda. So here's the deal. So everybody's heard of PepsiCo, right? Pepsi, yes. right? Whatever. Uh, most people have not heard of Boston Beer Company. Boston Beer Company right. is one of those companies that partners with anybody that wants to make its own alcohol. Right. Which is why most people don't know them because it's you're never going to find a Boston Beer Company beer on the shelf.
0: Right. Right. They're not the brand. um, They're just they're just the company behind the brand.
1: Right. They make Angry Orchard hard cider. Right. That kind of stuff. So what you see is there it's almost white white it's white labeling is what it is. Right. right? Pepsi goes, hey, we want we're going to give you part of Mountain Dew's recipe. We want it to taste like Mountain Dew in some way. And you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And then Boston Beer Company comes back with this criteria, all right, where it's going to be 5% alcohol. It's going to be whatever. Here's what we can do for this price. I think companies, look, we've talked about this several times. No matter how big or small a company is, you're either growing or you're dying. There's no third direction. Correct companies that make soda coca-cola PepsiCo being your two biggest ones right companies that make soda have been trying to offload their sugary stuff yeah. for decades now right sugar is the devil we all know it white sugar white flour is just the devil we all know it mm-hmm. so they continue to try to come up with things that they can sell Right. so that they can scale back these things so this even though this is going to be alcoholic it's going to yeah. be sugar-free and caffeine-free right right oh really so it's caffeine
0: free it's going to be
1: sugaring i think the caffeine free is a mistake but yeah. maybe it's a caffeine and alcohol thing that's not supposed yeah. to go together i don't know but well, it's supposed to
0: every version of that combination of caffeine and alcohol has ended in some kid at college getting a stomach pumped. So <laughs> Is that right? But yeah. I can't think. What other alcoholic have I? I don't know so, if I've ever so had an Four alcoholic Loco, drink
1: with caffeine.
0: Yeah, Four Loco was basically Mountain Dew with booze, right? If you, and I'm not saying I've, I, I, I have though. Like, I, you know, I've definitely, a couple of my buddies once, we one bought a bunch of Four Locos and it was bad, <laughs> right? Which I'm is why funny. it's called Four Loco. Four Loco. I'm just glad Ben lived, is all I'm saying. All right, our buddy Ben almost, right? Guy well, survived look. a couple of tours in a couple different countries where the U.S. is engaged in combat, Come back home to almost almost eat it, almost bite the bullet in, in the, in the attic of his garage. Ooh. So, sorry.
1: Oops. Well, I mean, look, when I said I, I used to work three jobs and, and some days not sleep, I mean, I lived yeah. on Mountain Dew, Jolt Cola, yeah. I mean, lots of caffeine. Joel, Joel Cola. Joel Cola. Joel Cola and Mountain so Dew. Old. Yes, I know. You
0: are the oldest person.
1: <laughs> Mountain Dew and Jolt Cola back in the day were the drinks yeah. that had the highest caffeine, caffeine content. Yeah. Right? True. So I, like 24 7, I had a Mountain Dew, a Jolt Cola in my hand because that's how cool. I kept going. And so what's surprising to me about this, because it's not surprising to me that. Any company wants to take what is probably their best selling product, right? Mountain Dew and make an alcoholic beverage out of it for adults because yeah. I'm sure adults drastically drink less Mountain Dew than kids and teenagers and young adults, right? Yeah. I don't see 40 year olds just walking around with Mountain Dew all the time,
0: right? And that's so not this anymore. Is,
1: with the but white But they cloth, do?
0: <laughs> but if they do, they got to dip in and they got to they got a Dodge Cummins truck the second Zen Cummins
1: a (laughs) hundred percent that is very true they got an empty can for their spit and then a full can that they get mixed up from time to time um but so so i have no i i know why they're doing it i do however think that and i don't remember whether we talked about this story i think we brushed on it that hard seltzers as a category everybody was betting was going to be huge right but at least from a number standpoint. There was an article right. that came out like two weeks ago that apparently the hard seltzer thing is over. People oh, really? Have, people have, as from a sales standpoint. So right. we're talking about PepsiCo coming out with a hard seltzer right. in early 2022. That when the may seltzer
0: be category is on a decline. When it's on a decline. So huh. I didn't know that information. Now, um, as someone who's allergic to both wine and beer. Really? Um, yeah. I developed a beer allergy when I was twenty-five. Okay, almost almost took a header off a bridge because built a temple to beer, right? <laughs> so, well, they always say your body's a temple, mine's a temple to, to carbs. But um, I, I'm in mean that. I like I, ha- I If I'm sitting down, which is super rare, my pals have a drink, and we're not, you know, drinking bourbon or whatever. I have to have, I'm drinking an Angry Orchard, right? The last I time like Angry I was with my orchard, bud, yeah. yeah, I was with my buds and he grabbed a, 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 a thing of a White Claws. I was like, what are we doing here, bud? What are we doing? And then we had them and I was like, well, these aren't as bad as I thought. But then you have four of them. It's like, well, uh, now I can't drive. Well, so I the put problem. these
1: hard seltzers in the category of fruity drinks, right? Yeah is that that's what they are to me i mean this one's covering out i think it's going to start with black cherry and watermelon watermelon so these are things that people like i like a black cherry flavored kool-aid or whatever so if if it tastes like black cherry but then it has alcohol in it i mean I'm not anybody that's. I've never made fun of anybody, even back in the day when wine coolers were the yeah. uncool, but everybody yeah. drank them because they didn't taste like alcohol, right? Yeah. Um, I, I never made fun of people. Again, you should drink something you enjoy. Yeah, I'm not a fan that's ever enjoyed those kind of things. Like I've right. never enjoyed the fruity, whatever. The fact that you are allergic to beer and wine, though, I find hilarious. Even I shouldn't. Thank you. But it makes sense some in their universe. Yeah. And the fact that you didn't develop it until you're 25 years old. Right. Is like, I, what is wrong with you, man?
0: Like, Yeah, I know. Uh, I never cared about wine. I still don't. I mean, that was the biggest hurdle for me, loving Gary V as much as I love Gary V is how much wine. he talks about wine. And I'm like, oh, I'm allergic, bro. So I can't participate. And wine is just too hoity-toity for me. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm somewhere in between, like a blue-collar, like aw shucks kind of guy, um, but sometimes I have taste that's a little too exquisite for that kind of vibe. But I, I listen. I, I just think that first of all, I didn't realize Pepsi owned Mountain Dew. That's a that's a mm-hmm. bombshell for me. I knew, of course, I figured it was a Coca-Cola product. And in this CNBC article, which will be in the description, I also didn't know this, Coca-Cola. Is creating a Topo Chico hard seltzer? I did see that, and that is interesting because there are a lot
1: of Topo Chico like loyalists out there. Yes, I know we're in Texas. Texas, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. So for them to be making, I would be curious to what how they're gonna flavor that and how they're gonna, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah, because
1: I get it. You got a lot of people out there that are loyal to that that you you add alcohol to that.
0: Yes, done. Lots of you sales. Got, you got a customer right here, okay? LaCroix or LaCroix is for criminals. The only people <laughs> who drink LaCroix are Canadians, and they're all criminals, are gross, okay? I hate LaCroix. LaCroix is from La Croix the name neighboring- is not bad. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. That's not true. Um, I'm just saying there's a certain country in the subcontinent of India, which I think all they drink is LaCroix, and I think they recently had a little change in government over there. So I Look, think, Paul. I'm kidding, but I I just think that you know what you said was correct, and you know we're gonna wrap up here. But the fact that they are using ma- the Mountain Dew brand because PepsiCo mm-hmm. has access to plenty of brands, right? And using Mountain Dew, I think what they're trying to do is nostalgia,
1: right? So, because I've never tried a LaCro- uh, White Claw. Right. I have no desire to try a White Claw. It's not in my not. wheelhouse. However. I will try Mountain a, Dew Seltzer.
0: Yeah, because what are you going to do? Join a sorority? What are you, rushing a sorority? You're drinking a White Claw? Which is exactly my point. Like, yes. that's my point entirely. White, I will, Claw ain't, White Claw, listen, I be whatever you want to be in this life. A White Claw ain't for straight dudes. That's all I'm saying. God bless, I did not whatever say that.
1: I don't agree with Danny's statement. Of course not. However,
0: I be will try Mountain
1: Dew Hard that's Seltzer. That's
0: what I'm saying. You you're not gonna get me to be a loyalist to truly the name is terrible. You're not gonna get me to buy white claws. <clears throat> but Mountain Dew Seltzer, that's just extreme enough for a guy like me.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely on board for it, but I no, I'm not doing the white claw thing.
0: Right. Not doing it. We, but before we close out, I want to give everyone a piece of advice. It is easier to be a big fish in a small pond that is rapidly scaling than to be a small fish. In a big pond that has surpassed its critical mass. I think
1: I get dumber at the end of every episode with your comments, but
0: whatever. is the word of advice to our, our lovely audience. It's not advice. It is.
1: We'll see you next time, folks.
0: The pond is rapidly scaling.
1: Get out of here.